You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. from weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and then sometimes you get a phone call at your house the night before saying hey what are you doing see only Irene Gandy publicist du jour can get me to be on stick and on point within 24 hours to speak to someone I should say the Emmy award winning actress who has spent a life working in the theater as well as Many, 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 many years, Lieutenant Van Buren on um, Law and Order. Yeah, y'all know who I'm talking about, right? Lackawanna Blues. Do I have to go on? <laughs> Honey, Esther Pater Bergeson is not playing, and I'm so happy because, again, when some sometimes when you are lucky enough to get to do what I'm getting to do and getting to experience and getting to enjoy as a part of my daily life, it, it always pleases me when I get to actually sit down and talk to someone who has had this wonderful career. I'm sure with a lot of ups and downs, but a wonderful career, a legacy. I remember when you told me that you did off Broadway, Lady uh, uh, um, Lady Holiday, Lady Day at Emerson Bar and Grill, the one that someone picked up a six Tony Award with, yeah. Miss Audra McDonald. But I did not know that you did that first. Did it? I think it had been like twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So I'm here with Miss Esther Murkison, and you know, again, she is currently now every Tuesday night, I believe it is. You Thursday, can, Thursday nights, nights on, NBC. on NBC doing Chicago Med, and I had to confess because I try not to be as honest as I can. I was not into the Chicago Med scene because I was taking a break from Dick Wolf and all of these cities. <laughs> And when, as they started taking away my moments in New York, I had to like understand that he needed to make his money someplace else and took my Esipatha all the way from New York City where she was keeping people in order to now running a hospital in Chicago. How you doing, Miss? I'm good. I'm okay. good. This is great. So here you are now. You are still working. Mm-hmm. Ain't, you have not. You know, one show ends and Miss Esipatha is working someplace else. Where is that energy coming from? You know, when I started doing this, all I ever wanted to be was a working actor, and I've been able to do that. So I just have the energy for the jobs when they come. I enjoy being an actor. I enjoy, you know, doing television and and getting on stage, you know. Uh, so it's just something that I love doing. It's amazing because... When you think about, at least when I look at some of the things that I got to, you know, research in the breath, which, by the way, Miss um, Murkison was in a revival production a few years ago of Come Back Little Sheba, which was it eight years ago? Yeah. Oh, the, God. Yeah. Seven, seven years. That was in 2008. Wow. Yeah, that was an incredible opportunity, though. Wow. Yeah. Doing uh, television, you're doing... Um, you're producing, you're directing, you're doing everything at this stage of the game. It's sort of like, how are you going to keep that balance? Because, you know, you have to be in Chicago, <laughs> at least at least on my TV every Thursday. Yeah, but, but you know, with these kinds of shows specifically, you know, the role that I play, it takes us eight days to shoot an episode. Yeah. So out of the eight days, 
my character Goodwin works anywhere from every day mm -hmm. to two yeah. days mm -hmm. so I have the opportunity to do other things which was one of the great highlights about about being in New York and working Law and Order mm -hmm. because I was able to do theater and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I still am afforded that opportunity because of the character that I play uh, on Chicago Med yeah. Miss Esapetha Murkison here with me on Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we're just hanging out and having a great time because it's one of these opportunities I get to bring somebody that just happened to be zipping through town. <laughs> Hi, when you get these celebrities, when they just bopping through the city, you got to get them when you can get them, and we're here. Gandhi, That's you it. gotta know Miss Irene Gandhi. Exactly, they know this 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 crew that listens to my show. They know Miss Irene, and we are here at Sardi's having this fantastic opportunity to talk theater in Sardi's. For me, is a joy, and I know for you, it's it's work for you, but it's still this is the kind of thing that many people like myself, like you're you're you went to Wayne State, right? I did. Yeah, I and, did. And it's like so, where you were growing up, did you see this career for you before you thought about acting, or when the acting bug hit you, did you knew this is where you were going to be? You know, it, it's interesting because I'm going to be giving a commencement speech in April at the University of Pittsburgh. So I've been thinking about the kinds of things I want to talk about. And, and one of the things that has just recently gone through my mind is the fact that none of this was really planned other than, you know, going to school, training, you know, getting my degree and then coming here and just sort of jumping out of the parachute and, you know, holding on and trying to figure out where I wanted to be. Um, and I just sort of got right into it and started doing off, off, off Broadway theater. And, you know, it, I just wanted to be a working actor. That's what was important to me, yeah. that I continue to work, that I continue to work with people that challenged me, that I could, that actors and directors that challenged me. And, with so many. Yeah, and I've been really lucky. I've been able to make my living as an actor. So that's been really, mm -hmm. it's been great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I was like looking and I was like, she's got to have it? I was like, I remember seeing she's got to have it in college. I'm like, where was that supposed to work? I was like, was psychiatrist in that. Yeah, yeah. That. Like now, I mean, you think about that, that Spike Lee isn't part of your canon. Um, I've seen the the poster, like, uh, what was the movie you did with Cuba Gooding Jr. and oh, radio. Um, radio. And he was so good in that movie. He really was. I mean, just this this wonderful life has afforded you the ability to work with such wonderfully creative sure. people and so many people that are very gifted. But for you, it's never been necessarily about being always behind or in front of the camera because I know that you, I, I did find something very in common that we have in our past, Miss Esapetha Murkison, okay. that you had a uh, documentary uh -huh. that won the San Diego Black Film Festival. It did. It did, and The Contradictions of Fairhope. Mm -hmm. And I was in a documentary that won Best uh, LGBT Film at that same festival. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. That's okay. like, when you do see, this is what happens when you, year. I don't know if it was the same year, but it was the same festival. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I, when I was like, 
oh good I have something I can act like I'm having common with us yeah, that but was, that was really kind of interesting you know my producing partners grandmother mm-hmm. uh, it's about an organization that was created in 1888 in a small town in Alabama that's still in existence you know some 127 28 years now wow. but it morphed from a religious organization to like a week of your debauchery so we wanted to know how it got from grandma to that mm-hmm. uh, and that's what the film is about it's a historical look at how we can go wrong and oh, you know we it was the first time we had made a feature a feature documentary and it was really well received on the black film festival yeah. circuit it really was it's all, I mean, cause it's a, it's, it is one of those things like who was I talking to the other day? I was talking to Leslie Uggams, and we were talking about this film that she's going to be in with Oprah and um, Henrietta. Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, she was telling me the story, and I was like, are you kidding me? And Because I had just seen Hidden Figures like a couple of weeks prior yeah. to that, and I was like... But this Henrietta Lacks is really quite an extraordinary story. Yeah. This woman, this woman, unbeknownst to her and her family, made it possible for many, many of her research for many people to live from and they and the family never knew how her cells were being used it's i can't wait to see it because it's a fascinating story great yeah and and here you are at this point still getting to be in really great stories you know i i find like you know the the conversations that everyone has about there's not roles for you know women of color there's not roles for women of a certain age mm-hmm. and what we're finding now is that they're starting to become a whole lot of new interesting vibrant things thanks to the the way that things are being done now well, with TV because we're you know the population is older now there's a lot of baby boomers so you need to start telling those stories right. um and, and, you know, I just have to give a shout out to Dick Wolf, who has always, you know, had my back and, yeah. and uh, you know, he tr- he believes in and what I do. He believes in the knowledge that comes with living and, you know, with age. Mm-hmm. And there's always those people in his shows you know there are the young folk but there are people there that have yeah. lived a life yeah. and, and I appreciate him for that that's the most amazing thing I love it Miss Esapatha Murkison here with me <laughs> on Keith Price's Curtain Call and we're just hanging out and talking and you know Miss um, Murkison is here because there is a wonderful wonderful group the Alliance of Resident Theaters that um, is honoring you just because what'd you do that they come for you maybe tell me i really don't know but it's really kind of cool especially now when we think about we're under siege the arts arts. community with this new uh 45 we have (laughs) and uh because no one mentions his name why and uh and and so you know art is under siege and this this organization has been really vibrant in the theater community and uh you know so i support them wholeheartedly and that they're thinking of of honoring me is really quite heady and mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of fun oh um uh, I, i've heard bits and pieces of it it's going to be a big surprise night for me oh, no. uh some of the things that are i hear that are happening uh but you know the theater is where I got my start Mm -hmm. and and so it's where my heart is and the fact that we have to think about losing the National Endowment of the Arts or PBS or Mm -hmm. um, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting the museum services it's really 
frightening. It is. Um, and it's funny because the other day I was reading um, a quote that Winston Churchill said during the war and uh, said something about, you know, why should we have the arts? And he, he goes, well, what are we fighting for? Exactly. You know, it's important that we have the arts as a part of our life and that we, and I think it's true that we're under siege now. And when we, when we see organizations that have been a part of the community, it's important that we continue to support them. Yeah. You know, what's so funny. I was just thinking that one of the things that's come out of this past election, and I've noticed this very strongly in the last, you know, people were doing this stuff before, but I've noticed that it has been much more, people are much more dedicated about it now. And that is the artists that I know, the actors that I've had the pleasures and conversations with, I've noticed that they have all become very concerned about making sure that their art has a statement now because um, it was like the arts is like one of the few places that we're able to really combat the crazy of the world and so we're at war I mean we really are at war because you know a lot of the arts has to be funded Mm -hmm. and uh, you know the opportunity that and what art brings to children what it brings to I think of my me and mm-hmm. as a kid you know we used to go on field trips to the Hillberry Theater and to the art museum and uh, you, you know we would go to listen to music and there would be concerts for children and those things make you a well-rounded person the arts really are effect and can be transformative in the life of a child and uh, anyone who sits in the theater for a, a couple of hours and it's transformed and and moved and to anger or laughter or just uh, someone's life it's really important uh, to have arts as a part of of our lives and that this man can come in and just you know wipe them all out is really discouraging so yeah it's time for us to put on our combat boots it's time to get out our weapons whatever they may be mm-hmm. and support and and protect what is important wow yeah. wow it's it's amazing because i feel like even you know in my my space as what i'm doing now or when i'm doing comedy or if i'm lucky enough to get a role in anything i i am now starting to become much more cognizant about what it means beyond ooh, i'm gonna need some of that money for pay but i'm trying to find now that place to where i can do that and so for me doing this kind of thing for is one reminding people that there are artists in the world mm-hmm. and that it is okay to still be an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, for them to recognize that in their own area, they can have artists that they can be supported. Oh, know? absolutely. And, you know, that's why organizations like Art Alliance, is, um, Art, Art Alliance for Residence Theaters is so important because they're working really hard to keep um, theater and 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 in this community, and and to help artists, you know, designers and mm-hmm. and directors and all the components um, for theater, it, it's really important that these communities exist. And it's no matter where you are, having people support 
what you're doing, whether you're visual artist or photographer, whatever your art is, it's important. These kinds of organizations who advocate mm -hmm. for the artists are very important. Very important. Well, gosh, Miss Esapetha, you know, I again, I am so thrilled because we're getting first of all i'm thrilled to get the opportunity just to sit in kiki <laughs> i ain't gonna lie i'm not gonna lie because you know I love that word. it's gonna be fun when, when i turn off this microphone it's gonna get real cute okay. but 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 the the energy that you still exude that you keep showing up and you keep doing and keep being present i you know that's that is part of the fight I know yeah I, I, it is it, but you know if it's something you want to do then you have to continually find the means and the way to do it and this is something I've always wanted to do and and I've always wanted to challenge myself I'm gonna do some theater this summer at Williamstown a, a new play by Jen Silverman which I'm really looking forward to with Jane Krakowski directed by Mike Donahoe and wow. I'm so looking forward to it and because it's been three years since I was on stage with Billy Porter's play oh yeah the other play yeah, I remember seeing yeah, you well, and Lilius yeah. White and, and Sharon Washington, my Sharon, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Elaine Graham. Yeah, so so you know, it's all a part of staying fresh and staying, um, having you know, using skills that you don't use on television that you use on stage, right. and, and I feel that it always makes me a better actor when I have the opportunity to to get on stage. Mm -hmm. So it's just really keeping myself current, you know. Cool. Yeah, Very I love that because I am all about give me some new. I need yeah. some new on the Broadway and yeah. new in the theater because we're sitting in a space right here at Sardi's mm -hmm. that's across the street from the Schubert Theater where they're about to do Hello Dolly right. with Bette Midler oh. and my Kate Baldwin, who I love me some Kate Baldwin. Y'all yeah. know, they know I love me some Kate Baldwin, girl. <laughs> but, but you know, I am more excited about seeing something new. I mean, I love all of those people that are attached to that piece, but yeah, yeah. do I need to see another Hello, Dolly? Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, know, have you seen it with Bette Midler? But that's the thing. And that's the point. And that's the thing. <laughs> where when you saw the advertisement where they just like, they just, Hello, Dolly, Bette Midler, yeah, me, need I say more? That was all they said. Yeah, to me, that's it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I may have seen a couple of productions mm -hmm. of it, but. I haven't seen it with Bette Miller. Yeah. And when they announced it, everybody was just like, the gay gasp alone was like, <gasps> Miller. We adore her. Enjoy. And, and you know, that that role seems so perfectly suited for her. And, and she's just I time, love her. You know? Yeah, she I love her. She has the right energy to be able to pull that up. Because I've seen her in concert. She's amazing. Yeah, I have as well. Yeah. Wow, wow. So, again, you're going to be doing... See, so this is your opportunities now. Okay, we're going to try to figure out how you can get you some Esapatha on, all right? <laughs> this is how we're going to do it. First, you have to go and get online and get however you do it, because I know all of you sneaky people can do a lot of clicking around, but you need to get you some Lackawanna Blues. Oh. Okay? Get, let's start off at the Emmy. 
we'll just start off with the Emmy. Then I'm sure at any point in time, on any day of the week, wherever you are, if you click on your TV, you are going to find a Law and Order rerun going on somewhere, and there she is. True so you can get her on a daily. I'm sure somewhere in the world there's Esapetha. And then, and then, if you are somebody who's lucky enough, sometimes like I am, to get to go to travel off to go see some theater out of town, or if you're making, you know, like your theater trips, people will come to New York. And then for those of us who are in the New York area, we like to do stuff like go to Williamstown and go to Barrington and go see the stuff that's out there because those are the things that will wind up coming back here as well. I'm really looking forward to it because I've never, it's called The Roommate. It's by Jen Silverman, and I've never worked at Williamstown, so yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. I've been up there, but I've never worked there, so this will be something very, very new, and I'm really looking forward to it. Even the big names, the big names, for them, they have firsts. And this is basically like summer stock for the big names, you know what I mean? But I hear it's like it's, a great place to work. Yeah. yeah. All of those places up there, uh, Great Barrington, right. um, Williamstown. Right. Um, no, that's in Massachusetts. Great, Bar- Great Barrington's Massachusetts, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Williamstown's like a further out one place. And then it's, uh, all of these places that have all of these really great moments of theater, um, that for those people that are in that area, this is sometimes their opportunity to see yeah. folks like Esapetha and Jane Krakowski yeah. on a stage in their backyard. Yeah. So if you get an opportunity to take a trip and make because I did it on a weekend where we just went up that day and then came back the very next morning, but we did two shows on Saturday because it's close to yeah, New York. Like what a three-hour trip yeah. from New York, so it is very it's close. Very, very close, and got to see some really good stuff. Yeah. I'm still mad that um, the... Uh, what was it the, the, with Annie from uh, oh my god it'll come to me later I'll tell you later because we're doing this without paper and talking but it was so good Annie Golden was in the show Love um, uh, it's just it's wonderful so again this is your opportunity find Esapetho Look her up online. You can Amazon. You can Google. You can, like I said, I'm now going to have to go back and watch a whole lot of Chicago Med because that damn show, damn you, Dick Wolf. Damn you. You hear me, man? I thought I could quit you. (laughs) But. It's great, but yeah. again, to have to have that opportunity, and then those of you who are bean counting, like sometimes I do too, there's a sister on TV every week. Yeah. Well, let's not take that for granted, because yeah. I know that at the time when you started, this was not the de rigueur. Oh, it's it's very true, and yeah. and it's so pleasing to see so many women of African descent on on television and doing it. Doing and doing all kinds of stuff. I'm doing it. I love it. Because we could talk about Miss Viola Davis, how she's wearing it out. And, you know, there's so. There's not going to be anything left. She's just wrenching it all out for y'all. There ain't going to be nothing there for y'all when she gets through with this. There's always my girl, Carrie. It's just so many. Yeah. It's just really great to see mm-hmm. so. And it, there are all these avenues that are open, too, now mm-hmm. with cable and, you know, how the Hulu and Amazon and. Netflix. There's so many different avenues. And so, and you know what's also interesting too about that as well. That's something that we're going to point out, and I'm going to leave Mississippi alone. Which is that not only in front of the camera we have all of those names, but we're starting to see a lot of folks getting behind the Nate camera. Nima Barnett. You know they're doing Queen Sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that it really is gratifying to see, and it 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 you know it makes me have loads and lots of hope um, for. Especially. 
Loads and lots of work if you're lucky. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And and you know Ava DuVernay the, mm-hmm. is doing some incredible yeah. incredible things. To me, the, her documentary Thirteenth should be like required mm-hmm. viewing for young people um, because there's it's so informative and and it's just an incredible way to look at what that amendment right. meant and what it means in this country. And how, yeah. and how we are essentially pissing it away by not taking care of our business. Yeah. And I appreciate what she's doing. And again, that's a part of this this new wave of black women who are, you know, stepping up and who have been there, yeah. but now being making their own opportunities, which I think is even is even greater. And getting recognized the way that they should be. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Wow. Well, Miss Murkison, I gotta let you go. I know you're busy, <laughs> but that's because we're gonna go eat and be scandalous. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part about doing what I get to do and having these moments. So I hope you guys go find you some Esapatha Murkison. If you happen to be in New York April 3rd, you need to go to the Alliance uh, Resident Theater's big gala event that they're going to have. Gala. For the spring gala. Now, you got to have some money if you got to go for that. But if you play your cards right, you know, come stand by the door next to me. That's how I'm going to try to do to get in. It's a fundraiser. Raise those funds I love it. And again, every Thursday, see her on Chicago Med. Don't be mad because, like I said, I'm going to be catching up. So it's on. It is on, Miss Esapathy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank great. you. I appreciate it. And we will be back. <laughs>